Hello and welcome. Oh my, is it that time of the week already? Indeed it is. I don't suppose we can postpone for another time. No, it's better not to suppose that. Well, it was worth a shot. That's the spirit, Artemis. To quote Wayne Gretzky. Yes, yes, I know the quote. You miss 100% for the shots you don't take. We're the Kinetic Paranormal Society, a pair of socks in a magic wardrobe traveling through time and space investigating the supernatural. Still missing most of the shots we do take. You're listening to Metacosmos. Well, here we are, Bartleby. What do you want to do with this episode? Oh, I have a great idea. Well, you might as well begin, because it doesn't seem to matter what I have to say about any of this. Well, it's funny you should say that, Artemis. And why is that? Well, before I explain, just wait right here a second, okay? Oh, oh right. And where are you going? Just wait right here, and I'll explain just a second. Oh, well, oh, right then. And when did you say you'd be back? Just wait right here. I'll be right back, okay? Don't even worry about it. Okay, while Artemis waits for us, what we're going to do is we're going to go through one of these drawers and we're going to meet Erica Davy and do a little interview for our junior investigator position. It's, um, oh, this one right here. Erica! Hello! How are you doing? I am fantastic. How are you? I'm doing great. Okay, I should probably tell our audience right now first. I'm here with Erica Davy, and we're at the sanctuary, the creative sanctuary. Yay! Um, I don't know if all of our listeners know what that is, so can you give us a real quick, brief summary of what that is? Yeah, we are an art and makerspace here in Arcata, and we are also a venue. We do lots of creative things here. Wow, you, you really know how to throw that down in a quick, short shell. I do it a lot. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> so, check it out. It's Would you say, I'm kind of curious, because it's in an old church. It is. So, do you think that in a way... But, it's also in an old women's building. Just saying. Which one was it first? The It was the women's building? Women's building. Church? And then it was a church. So, they built a women's building. Yes. And they put a church in it. Yep. And then they put a creative sanctuary in it. They did. Okay, so, I actually really like that you pointed that out, because... That, that might relate to my next question. Okay, great. Ask, do you think that because this was a church yes. before it was a creative sanctuary, yes. that in a way that denotes that the creativity here is a sacred thing? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, like no other building would have fit as well as a church. It's true, but it also wouldn't have fit unless it was a women's building either. Well, that's what I thought <laughs> was the point. Like, in a way, do you think that the church was more sacred because they moved into a women's building? Yes. Like they inherited something sacred from that. And all things come from women. Women are definitely older than churches. <laughs> that's and true. there's definitely no people to go to church without women. That's true. So in a way, the creative sanctuary is very sacred because it inherits its sacredness from the lineage of umbilical cords that goes back to the dawn of time. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for validating oh, my yes, interpretation of this building. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So Erica, thanks for coming. Or I, I showed up here to through my drawer, yeah. but yeah. yeah, just popping out of your drawer, but we Indeed. planned it. <laughs> um, Please don't pop out of my drawer at home or anything. No, no, no. We plan we, this was a pre-planned drawer popping. <laughs> pre-planned. Uh, it was consensual. Pre-planned drawer popping. Yeah, because yeah. my wardrobe leads to all the drawers everywhere. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, it's. I don't know which ones lead where, but I, I figured out which one was yours. Oh, and yeah. here we are. And because Isaac, my producer, he scheduled the appointment. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Isaac. For sure. He, he appreciates you being mm -hmm. here, and so do I. But, um... I'm here to interview you for our junior investigator position. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. 
So we want to know a little bit about you and your, your history as a paranormal investigator. Hmm, interesting. Uh, well, I have a lot of experiences with energy and paranormal stuff. Ooh, okay, yeah, that's, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah. You, what, I, uh, what, which one do you think is the one that's the sauciest to talk about, as, especially for an intro? How about uh, noticing when there's spirits in a house? Oh, that's a good one. You've yeah. done this before. I do it all the time. How old were you when you lived in your first um, spirit-inhabited house? Ooh, um, probably pretty little, actually. I don't know the age, but pretty little. Were you one of the kids that saw through the veils? Uh, more just sensed things, I think. Well, you don't see things with your eyes when you're seeing through veils, necessarily. That's true. Like, yeah, you can talk to plants by tasting them. Indeed. Yeah. You can also talk to plants by talking to them. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you can also talk to the plants just by, like... Communing with them. Crying next yeah. to them. Like, they get it. So, but yeah, so we're not talking about plants. It's a different episode. Yep. So, yes. you kind of grew up in a haunted house. Uh, I'm, I'm putting that in big quotes. No. Not haunted. No, I would not say that I grew up in a haunted house, but I do grew up, I grew up in lots of different houses and lots of different houses had different energies. Did you move a lot as a kid? I did. I moved a whole lot. Oh, so you got to get a big sample set. I did. Oh, okay. My producer, Isaac, grew up in a haunted house. Oh. Like, straight Virgin on poltergeist. Well, that's different than me. Yeah. 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 For certain. But he was there the whole time and very and went to a few other houses, like friends' houses, grandparents. Ooh, have you ever interviewed him? We, we should probably get to it. And maybe we can maybe we'll, we'll invite him in to have a have a few words in this conversation. That would be great. If, some, if he's got a relevant story, yeah. I happen to have lots of notes on his stories. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, I keep lots of notes on that. Okay. So you moved between houses. I did. And you, you were pretty young. Yeah. And what did you notice? Uh, you just sort of, it is, a lot of times it's like shadows or it almost looks like heat waves that go over a hot pot or something over boiling oh, water. Just sort of like, like mirage lines. A little bit, yeah. Ooh, you saw the little wavy wavies. Yes. Wow. Still do. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, it's in a way, kind of like, I've heard people describe prana as uh -huh. being that. Yeah. And so it's like, almost like you're seeing their prana only. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's least I'm just throwing out a theory based yeah. on if you're describing wavy lines. I'm like, well, I do know that that does line up with whatever it is that's going on that you're on your fringe edges. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Or like if you walk down the road and and it feels like there's uh, wind blowing behind you and rustling leaves, but there's no wind, that type mm, of thing. Wind blowing behind you and no leaves, but there's no wind. But there's no wind. Yeah. 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 That's that's true. They, there's a presence that's not a presence. There's a presence that's not a presence. Yeah, yeah. Isaac actually has one about that. Oh. Hey, Isaac, Isaac! Can you tell us the story about the thing in the basement? Ooh, the thing in the basement. Okay, yeah. So the, in the basement, <laughs> there was something down there. Okay. Now, there was a theory that the thing had something to do with maybe the ghost of a deer. Oh, okay. Because a deer had been butchered in the basement. Mm -hmm. But... I don't think it's that, or maybe it was, but it was something that like would follow you up the stairs. Usually you would want to run up the stairs as a little kid. Mm -hmm. You could hear it dragging its feet sometimes. Yeah. So, like there were people who'd heard, been down there and heard feet dragging. Yeah. But one recurring thing was because there was a little space to do like little craft projects in the basement. And I spent time there as a yeah. crafty person. My mom was, we pretty much were the two who spent the most time in the basement. But we both had multiple occasions where you feel someone walk up behind you. Yeah. And you just assume it's somebody in the family because mm. that's who's home. Yep. And then you like start talking to them and then you turn 
And nobody's there. Oh my God. It's just so <laughs> disturbing. And usually like, and I can only feel bad for that spirit though, because like we can't see them at all, Yeah. but they must think they look horrible because yeah. every time anyone ever reacts to looking at them, they're like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but Indeed. I did find as a kid that the whistling yeah. or any kind of melody, if you weren't too scared yeah. to find a melody was the method of soothing the spirits. Oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, I have a theory on that. Okay. Okay, current theory is that all houses are built on spirits. It's not like Indian burial ground. They're not ghosts. Yeah. They're like interdimensional beings that exist with that. They're part of that land and that earth and part of the formations there. And they're part of like, they're just interdimensional beings of this world from another plane. Right. And then you build a house on them. Yeah. And then because you almost can't miss. You just put a house anywhere. Uh And so you build one of those. And and now you've kind of disrupted their flow because they're of that part of the earth. But now you've got like different shaped beings going at different angles. And it's not the thing that they were generated from that were of that place. Yeah. And so then the spirit's like, oh, this is weird. Now, all the things that we think we see when we think we see them, if you're like, I saw a little child, maybe that's because like you relate to the little child, uh-huh. you know, whatever. But what this would also be like the music part. That's what I was going to mention. Like almost every, if not every, I'm going to just go and say from what my research, every native people on every native land that would be a native land, which is all the lands, yeah. had some native peoples. Like they had a practice of like music and drum and mm-hmm. ceremony. Yeah. Because they knew that that's what chilled the dudes out. They're all over the place. Okay. They're all over the place. Yeah. And you got to keep them cool. Keep them calm. I have a, a different theory. I'd love to hear your counter my theory, Okay, I'll please. counter your theory, which actually probably both of these theories can exist in the same world because I don't believe in spirits, but I believe in energy. And so I feel like at any given point, energy, like it's something happens in a space, you know, in any place, then it um, the energy can get captured there or somehow be stuck there. And what we consider to be ghosts or something to that effect or spirits or whatever is often just the the imprint of the energetic something that got stuck in that place. Like if a horrific thing or an extra special thing, you know, we kind of infuse things with energy. And so that's what I think all of those things are. I'm going to stamp off on that theory. (laughs) Although I think they're not mutually exclusive. Yeah. Because, Because I think that like humans leave little gooeys of their feelings everywhere. Yeah. And they they puddle up. Yeah. Um, just last week, we were talking about it on our episode recorded at the House of Nice. Yeah. And we were talking who, who about... Who are you talking to? Oh, um, I had uh, Caroline. That's oh, fantastic. I was just hanging out with Caroline yesterday. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> that's so great. Oh, that episode actually is going to air after this one. Okay. It hasn't aired yet. So the listeners are going to be like, what's going on? Yeah. Well, we got two episodes from the House of Nice. Oh. One of them, we had Rachel. Yeah. The other, we got oh, Caroline. fantastic. And so on Rachel's night, we talked about like... A lot of stuff with like the interdimensional ideas of babies and baby yeah. brains because oh, that's where yeah. Rachel's at yep. in life. Indeed. And and so with Caroline, we went to much more of like uh, you'll hear about it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're, I'll, I'll definitely so, watch the episode. Or yeah, listen yeah. To the episode. Get into that. Yeah. So in that one, we talked about just little little extra teas for people who are going to be yeah. listening next week. Um, butt grooves and couches. Oh. That it's like a proverbial butt groove. Yeah. Like if you for feel real. the same feeling in yeah. the same spot. And I'll, I'm just going to save it for the episode. Yep. Yeah. So we're, we're just going to skip ahead because next week people will learn more about butt grooves and couches. <laughs> but nonetheless, yes. um, I'm liking how this interview is going. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Your yeah. notes are similar enough to mine. Woohoo. 
and different enough <laughs> that I think we're definitely going to be considering. I don't want to give it away, but we are considering you for the position. I, this is oh, really great. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, junior investigator. We need we need more of these on the streets finding cases for us. So okay, so that's a really good theory. Do you have a story you want to like? Any, any moments in particular that are like one of your favorites to tell at a campfire? Oh. Because this is going to be our like Halloween episode. Yeah. So one time during, I must have been, I don't know, this was, this was some number of years ago. I was living in Arizona and I was at home and I used to be a night owl. So it was in the middle of the night and it was a full moon night. And I was sitting in a room completely sober <laughs> and I started feeling the temperature in the room drop and I started feeling sort of, I knew something was happening. Um, and then it's in how I feel, how I express it is I felt like all of the energy in the room kind of went from one side of the room and it kind of funneled its way down into a corner on the other side of the room. And I had zero doubt in my mind that there was something permeating there that was not good, had no good intentions and was aiming whatever that was in my direction. You, did you sing? I did not. I got up and left the house and went and spent the night somewhere else. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Just from the way you described that, I think that one fits the description of my hypothesis. Yeah. Like it wasn't a puddle that was already in the corner. Yeah. It came into the room. It certainly felt like it sucked all of the energy from the rest of the room into oh, that man. corner. Yeah. Oh, man. Yes. Wow. So that is one of the most prominent experiences that I've had fully awake. You know, a lot of times I have these experiences when I'm when I'm like half asleep or like that, but that one certainly was definitely if, awake. If energy was like a, a spectrum, mm -hmm. like light, you would say that the object in the room was like super duper white on the spectrum mm -hmm. because it's absorbed all the colors it has of a, energy yes. and just whoop. And you're like, nope. Yeah. A true nope moment, if you will. <laughs> a true nope moment. Yeah, you would have had to go into opera. Yes. To like face that. You yeah, had just like, yeah, fifth element style. Just and, like sing that shit yeah, out. We, and you haven't even warmed up your vocal cords. <laughs> it's true. I so, really do. <laughs> so had you been warming up your vocal cords that day, you maybe could have just been like, oh, here we go. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I could have ghostbusted yeah, yeah, yeah. it with op opera. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm just, it doesn't have to be opera, but it would have had to be yeah. big time. <laughs> And chances are you would have hurt your throat if you'd gone big time without warming up against something of that magnitude. Yes. Okay. That's a pretty good one. But more often than not, it's like, like just the other day, I was at my house and uh, there's definitely something there. I felt it. It came and sat in a chair. I looked out of the corner of my eye. It had the wavy. Is it a regular? Um, nope, not a regular. Just and passing through. Passing through. And uh, when things like that happen, I always just say... Hey, if you have ill intent, you're not welcome here. And if you if you don't have ill intent, then let me know what you need. You and speak up out loud. I do. I really do. I just speak directly to them. Yeah, Isaac does that with insects. Oh yeah. He also just says, with look, insects. Yep. Look, fly. I got I got work to do. Yep. His theory is is that the fly is like not a full soul. It like just lives for too short to be a full soul. Uh -huh. And it's just somebody you know who's kind of slightly obsessively thinking about you. Oh. In the back of their mind, they don't yeah. even know they're doing it. And they just manifest it in a pile of poop. And they <laughs> seek you out. And then just bug you. Oh. And he's had multiple occasions where there was one, the one particular occasion. You want to tell this one? So there was one time a fly which just kept buzzing yeah. at my face while I'm working late at night on an art project. Yeah. And it lands on the chair next to me. And then it 
gets up and does the same little zigzaggy pattern right into my face. Uh -huh. And I'm like, what? What? What do you want? And it just stares at me. So I go, look, we don't have time for this. Yeah. I open the window. I take out the screen. I set down the screen. It flies onto the screen. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, go. You just have to go. I need to work. We don't have time for this. Right. And it just looks at me. Yeah. I look at it. I say, look, we're, we're just going to do this. And I pick up the screen. Yeah. Pull it out the window. Fly doesn't take off. Huh. We just sit there looking at each other. I'm like, are we good? Yeah. <laughs> and it flies away. So. That's what flies do. Yeah. Yeah. And for spiders, you have to yell at them. It's true. They actually, you have to raise your voice like it's someone like, you know, the whole thing that people do to like when they, a foreigner who doesn't speak their language to, they're like, oh, if I speak my language louder at you, you'll understand me. You know, that Which thing? is not true. No, it's not true. <laughs> but you know that thing people have an instinct yeah. to do. Yeah. That's because it's what you should do with spiders. Oh, I see. That's the tone you take with spiders. Like, hey, Well, spiders! then I always take the wrong approach with spiders. See what? I, always, I guess I just take the wrong approach with spiders. What's your approach? My approach is that I just sort of, I say, oh my God, what are you doing here? I think you want to be outside. And, and you then, grab a cup? And then I grab a cup. Oh, that's the, that, that is the fastest way. Yeah. But sometimes you need to like, sometimes they're fast. They are fast. You got to talk them into it. You got to be like, look, look. I know. This is for you, friend. You're going to be brought to I a world I talked to them the whole time. Instant. Okay. <laughs> You know, maybe you don't need to yell so loud. Maybe Isaac's prejudice against spiders is why he's yelling at them. Oh, they, they can be kind of creepy. The other night I was laying in bed and I had one crawl directly on my face. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that you, one was more of a screaming session. I, I, I've heard that they can hear you, your thoughts when you think that you're going to kill them. If you no. decide to kill a spider, like, because there's a whole thing of like the legend that says that spiders tend to bite people who kill spiders. Like, right. And then this is like a, a, a kind of a known, like, like, like folk legend. Yeah. Especially in the Americas, I've yeah. heard. Like, anyways, so the idea is you don't kill spiders and they won't bite you. But so if you think I should probably kill that spider, it looks pretty scary. Yeah. They'll f usually freeze in their steps and be like, who just thought that? Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you some spider magic. <gasps> yeah. Okay. Oh, well, I'd love to hear it. So I used to, this is funny for this, this. Thing, but I used to see spiders, like legit see spiders, and um, and uh, and I used to see them like they would they would you know they would crawl around or they would come down and they wouldn't be there. Mm -hmm. um, and so I did a bunch of I, I I find lore and stuff, and it's all about creation and things that have to do with being creative in a lot of cultures, but. Yeah, we used to see spiders. Yeah, because they, they they web the leave of we, they web the the they weave the web of life. They don't web the weave of life. They web the weave of life. <laughs> yeah, they weave a wobble wobble. And recently, I went to an energy worker, and they when I got there, they told me that, and they knew nothing about me. And when I got there, they told me that they had been meditating on me, and I showed up in their meditation wearing a cloak made out of spider webbing and they didn't understand why that was the case Ooh, they were like okay all i know is you're a pretty spider webbed out woman you're a spidery spider lady yeah yeah that's pretty cool <laughs> spider man okay. so you, yeah. you, you you spider and you kind of spider person you kind of weave <laughs> a lot together here at the sanctuary i do yeah like you're you're kind of like that's why they brought you in with like we need a weaver of, of, yeah. of ethereal ideas who can tie all this complicated ideas together into a cohesive 
web. It's true. They actually were applying. I applied for to be Spider Man, but I thought I was applying for something else. Turned out I was applying for this. Oh, perfect! <laughs> They're very lucky to have you. Thanks. And I'm really looking forward. To,、um, I think you're really showing promise as a paranormal investigator. Fantastic!、You've、I would love to be one. Spider communication powers. Yes, I, do. I don't bring that to the table. Oh. Yeah, I honestly I don't know many spiders. Although Isaac had a spider, a pumpkin spider, build their web on him and his hat yesterday. <laughs>、um, thank goodness he noticed. That's love. It was yeah. It was it was getting to like by the time that he noticed his glasses had webbing. Oh gosh, that was it was getting to be there. They work fast. That's not fun. <laughs> they work really fast. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Depending on what angle you saw the spider from.、Oh, so, anyways,、um, do you want to hear? Do you want Isaac to tell us a good one? Of course. Okay, Isaac. You got a good ghost story you want to tell us? Okay, again, not ghost stories. Yeah, because I'm on the side of like it's not necessarily the dead. Okay. So I'm also going to go with which is a lot less creepy for Halloween. It really is. I mean, I don't know. Is energy like hunkering around everywhere? Is that any less creepy than a dead person? Hmm. I think what's actually haunting people are their guilty feelings. Oh, that's really what it is, and that's why they're scared of the different spirits out there because they might remind them their guilty feelings. Because you project,、Aww. like I said, that's not a little kid. You just、yeah. project, little kid. Or if you got some hard feelings you're working through, yeah, the yeah. Anyways, yes. So Isaac, tell us a story. Okay, so this one is about a dollhouse and a birdcage. Okay. So I have a lot of siblings. Yeah.、Um, my mother had ten children. I'm the third, mostly sisters. So, for the sake of brevity and not having anyone have to learn my siblings' names, I'll just describe us as numbers. Okay. I'm brother number three, though there's not three brothers. It's just I'm the third born in、okay. the story. Okay. So I had to piece this, some of the story together from hearing it told to me after I got home. But sister number four and sister number five are playing in the dollhouse. Okay. And there's a bird cage that looks like the Tweety bird cage,、mm-hmm. the like all like. Copper and on a hook,、mm-hmm. standing, so it's top heavy, known to fall. Yeah. And one day the birdcage falls over and out of the dollhouse. Yeah. And sister number four says to sister number five, as older sisters tend to do. Yeah. Pick up the birdcage. Right. She turns to look at it and she goes, "It's not there." And she's, "What do you mean it's not there?" And pretty soon they're bickering, as sisters tend to do, because what did you do with the birdcage and whatnot, right? Yeah. Sister number two hears this and she says, "Well, the problem is, is that you two never clean your room, and so of course you can't find anything. This place is a mess."、Uh-huh. So, being an older sister with many siblings, and she initiates a cleaning project. Yeah. And this is when I come home, and when I get there, the mattress is standing up on end,、mm-hmm. the rug is rolled up,、mm-hmm. there's boxes lining the walls、yes. in rows, and. That it's broken down to me that we're looking for this birdcage. Yeah, we're going to find it, and that everything in the room is now in a peep, and everything's being categorized by the type of material it's made out of. Okay, into the containers. Yeah. So the wooden blocks are in one container. The stuffed animals are in another container. There's a paper container, and there's a container full of all the little metal toys. Okay. And that's what she says. And we're going to get that birdcage in this box eventually.、Yeah. Okay. Because we're going through everything in this room. Yeah. Until we find it,、mm-hmm. so the whole family eventually, everyone that's around has joined this force to dig through everything in these rooms until we've categorized everything and we never find the birdcage.、Mm. Yeah, seven years later, yeah, sister number five 
is playing in the dollhouse with sister number six. Okay. She's barely old enough to play dollhouse at this point. Mm -hmm. Sister number four is long ago retired from playing in the dollhouse. Mm -hmm. And they're sitting playing in the dollhouse and there's a bowl of apples on the refrigerator okay. in the dollhouse. Yeah. This is a really unique bowl of apples for dollhouses because they're not all glued to the bowl. Yeah. So the bump the dollhouse, the bowl falls off from the top of the refrigerator, apples strewn, rolling across the house, okay. through the kitchen door, yeah. out the missing wall of the dollhouse. Yeah. And sister number five says to sister number six, as big sisters do, pick up the apple. Okay. She turns to pick it up and is gobsmacked to see that it's landed next to the birdcage. Oh my goodness. <laughs> They start screaming, hysterically screaming. We're like, oh no, we all run upstairs. What's going on? And they're like, the birdcage. And they point at it and we're all shocked because it's exactly where we knew it had landed seven years ago. Mm. So sometimes there are spirits we build houses on. Yes. Sometimes we make puddles of spirits. Yes. And sometimes there's just holes through time. Or they take something and return it. That's true. I always say it's the fairies, yeah. but maybe it's the spirits. Fairies. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, no, that, that, that might be a fairy case. Yeah. I think that is a fairy case. Yeah. That's fairies. Yeah. Then you got your, your, your spirits, which are like interdimensional beings yes. roaming the world. And then you've got human puddles of emotions. Yes. Man, this has been a solid meeting. <laughs> Erica, I hope we're going to have to come up with some investigating for you to do. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. I'm not sure what that is. I should probably come up with these beforehand. Mm -hmm. it, um, do you have a broad topic you want to like maybe look into? Another topic? Yeah, so when you come back on, oh. then one day on the show, you can be like, okay, our junior investigator, Erica Davies is here, and she's been doing some investigating. Something like that's going to happen one day. I mean, I anything with the paranormal, anything with aliens, anything with, with spirits, anything with anything like that. How about this? Just keep a radar out. Yeah. Report back. Okay. And then when you do, we'll like... I'm sure the spiders will put you on the trail. Fantastic. Yeah, they often do. Keep a taut web. Yep. Don't let it turn to cobwebs. Yep. You can't feel the little vibrations in the spirits when you do. It's true. Uh, yep. Who am I to tell you? <laughs> we could also talk about dreams at some point. Yeah. Oh. Be another good topic someday. Oh. Dreams would be a really, let's make that be your, your yeah. let's put that out there. The okay. potential yeah, next yeah. time. Oh, honestly though, I want to digress a little bit back to the, the birdcage story. Um, here's what I'm thinking we should take away from the whole birdcage story okay it's a really good idea when you're facing an extreme mess to get out a bunch of category boxes and designate each box to a material and really sort through everything because when you're overwhelmed by your mess and everything's just like oh my god i am i'm just too deep it's not a bad idea that it's is a, true a really effective system um and then just wait seven years and see what happens <laughs> yeah yeah Isaac usually knows that when he has things disappearing, it's because he's not behaving in a way that the fairies approve of. It's true. They are so mischievous. They will take things and they will bring them back. And it's all just a big fun joke. For it's them. usually the best timing, too. It is. To really be funny. The best. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, it's a joke. Yeah. That you know that we're in a comedy. It's yes. Here, put Grand it joke. Hired. Hey. You're hired. Yes. Yeah. Welcome Fantastic. to the Kinetic Paranormal Society. Wow, Thanks. a new junior investigator. This is amazing. I'll have to, we're going to have to make little badges for everybody. Oh, I really, really, it, really want one. Oh, man. I'll, I'll, I'll boss this guy <laughs> around and get him on it. I have Thanks a for even considering me. Oh, of course. I, I don't know what it was that you said to my producer. You said something, and he was like, I think we've got an investigator right here. 
Truth. Yeah. 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 Well, obviously. It's, it's in here. Spider, and out there. Spider Woman <laughs> knows about fairy humor. You figured out that there's a prana around spirits? Indeed. On your own as a child. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're a natural. Fantastic. Okay. Well, I'm going to go and let Artemis know that he didn't have to podcast and he's going to love this. This oh, is going to be the best news ever. Fantastic. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Bye. Bye. That was great. Erica's going to be an awesome addition to the KPS. Artemis is going to love this. Artemis! Oh, there you are. Now, are you going to tell me where you've been? This has been the most boring podcast ever. All I've been doing is just sitting here. You didn't do anything while you were waiting? Well, I did get some knitting in. Oh, what you making? I'm not sure yet. Well, I'd say it was one of our most productive podcasts ever. How do you mean? Well, I just conducted an interview with Erica Davy, and she's going to make an awesome junior investigator. You conducted an interview without me? Well, yeah, I figured we could be multitasking for our podcast. Did you record anything while I was gone? No, not really. Was I supposed to? Doesn't matter. I had a great interview. What did you two talk about? Oh, we talked about hauntings, but, like, when they're not really hauntings. What do you mean? Well, sometimes it's like... Some sort of spirit that's of the land. Yes. And other times, it's like an energy, like a like pooling of like energy and feelings. Yes. And then and sometimes it's just fairies, and it has nothing to do with ghosts at all. Well, what about when people are contacted by souls they know, who've passed on? Oh, well, we didn't really talk about that. Although I don't count that as a haunting. It's only because of love that a soul contacts another soul. Yeah, that's so sweet. And if a soul tries to contact you and you don't love them, well, you'll probably just ignore them. Yeah, because that's what makes love love. It's the people you can't ignore. Well, sometimes self-love is a matter of learning to ignore some people. Yeah. Wait, are you trying to imply something? No, though, now that you mention it... Oh, you're just messing with me. Good one. Good one, Artemis. I don't know if I was. Sure you were. Anyways, thanks for listening, everyone. Support for Metacosmos comes from listeners like you. Go to patreon.com slash bluefoot to support content like this. Metacosmos is produced by Isaac Bluefoot. He also produces our other podcast, the Kinetic Paranormal Society podcast, with reenactments of all of our true life adventures. I thought we agreed not to discuss it. You can find it at kineticparanormalsociety.com. Isaac also produces Superman, Son of Al, the unauthorized biography of Clark Kent. You can listen to it at sonofalpodcast.com or look up Superman Sonofal wherever you listen to podcasts. It's super awesome. Indeed. Additional support for Metacosmos comes from Humboldt Hot Air at humboldthotair.org. Go to humboldthotair.org anytime to listen to cool stuff streaming, like right now. And finally, another great way to support Isaac is to get yourself a deck of Omen Quest cards at omenquestcards.com. So, thanks again for listening, and I love you! Personally, I think I'm going to be eternally haunted by you to the end of time. Uh, yeah, and that's a good thing.